Hey everyone, welcome to Getting to Know Strangers. I'm Carl Moran from DataOperator.com. On this podcast, I secretly record my conversations with strangers, usually at bars, or I record my dates with new women with their consent, all to show you how to get to know strangers, make friends, and spark connections with those cuties in non-sleazy ways. To put it simply, this is the antithesis of pickup artistry. I will be analyzing and commentating on how both I and my strangers interact so you, the listener, can recognize conversational pitfalls and establish conversational pathways. With that said, I hope you enjoy the show. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Getting to Know Strangers. I would say this episode's a little different just in the sense that I reveal that I'm recording early on in the conversation. And at some point, I do make a conversational mistake that I really try not to do, and that is giving unsolicited advice. And I believe I only do it once in this conversation, but I listen to it again, and I see why I do it. And it's just because it's on a topic that I just really grinds my gears because we talk about a relationship that is, in a lot of ways, the bane of my existence. <laughs> and reflects a lot of what I saw growing up with a toxic relationship that my mom was in for many years. So you'll see me have a conversational snafu at some point. But to set the scene here, I see a conventionally attractive woman. She's probably in her late 30s, and I approach her as if I approach anyone. I introduce myself, ask if they'd like some company, and then we start a conversation. Can I join you? Are you, uh, you want some company? Cool. I'm Carl. Nice to meet you as well. Oh, okay, cool. This looks, this looks fresh. Yeah, <laughs> yesterday. Wow. I see. I see, yeah, I see the Medusa, I see the trident. Well, this is, uh, Zeus. Zeus has a trident? Yes, he's, uh, he... Above above water. He's above water. And, uh, I thought Poseidon had the He's the underwater. Trident. Okay. He's above water. I think the trident is more from the, the King Poseidon in Disney. That's why I'm thinking trident. <laughs> there you go. Not necessarily based on Greek mythology. I start off this conversation by pointing out what's most obvious to me, and that's this giant, shiny tattoo on her leg. And I see the Greek mythology characters on there. And a part of me really wants to argue with her, because if you were to Google Greek god with trident, Poseidon's going to pop up 100% of the time. Zeus is the guy with lightning bolts. He's the one throwing the, the lightning spears around. But what keeps me from making this argument is the realization that it's not real. It's mythology. It's all make-believe. We can depict people however we want to depict them. It's the same argument for when people get upset when they see depictions of a black Santa, right? It's however we want to depict them. He's not real. We can put whatever skin color we want on him, whatever fits our demographic. So I'm not going to be antagonistic right out of the gate and accuse her that her tattoo's wrong. I would say, historically, Zeus is not depicted with a, a trident, but again, it's her, it's her art. It's, she can do what she wants. She's not wrong because it's not real. Medusa was Athena's like handmaid, like her partner kind of. Uh-huh. And she made a pact to Athena that she would be monogamous and not sleep with any more men. And men take advantage of her. What a terrible thing to promise. And then Zeus 
took advantage of her. Zeus does that a lot. And so Athena found out, and so that's why she gave Medusa her head of snakes. And so when she looked at men, it returned to the stone because she said, you can't look at men. At any I had person. not heard that part of the story. I, rem I heard the part of the story where once her head was cut off, that's when Pegasus sprouted from her neck, which is a really weird part of the story. Yeah, the whole leg's going to be all this weird god stuff. So Sweet. Some fun stuff. Oh. So it's going to be Greek mythology. mythology. I just learned the name of that, uh, that religion. Hel Helian? I don't know. I need to brush up on it. So my artist is doing it. He was like, you really don't know what you want, do you? I said, well, I know what I kind of want, but I let him run with it. He draws whatever he wants, so... Give him Let free him put rain. wherever, yeah. He's a good artist, so. okay. I don't have any artwork on me. I am very much a, a virgin when it comes to that. Gotcha. <laughs> it's, uh, I do appreciate the art form. There you go. It's, uh, I like it. We put things on our bodies. Sometimes things we don't want. I have a lot of mistakes, but, you know. Mistakes are important to carry. Yeah, I've told, <laughs> I've told them to stop in times. This guy started doing my grandmother's uh, rosary. I asked him to stop because he clearly isn't Catholic and didn't understand that there's actually five beads that you pray on. And he did it kind of not very good, so. Something that needs to be covered, right? No. But, uh, this friend you're waiting for. Yes. Who are they to you? A uh, good friend of mine. I was at this show over here and I bought tickets for my best friend and I and she partied too much this week and couldn't make it. So I went anyways. It was interesting. What was the show? Uh, El King. Oh, that's the, con the country thing? I was just talking to somebody. She's, yeah, country? I guess she's country. Yeah. Okay. I'm not usually a country person, but uh, yeah, she's, do you know who Rob Schneider is? Do I know who Rob Schneider is? Yes. Yes. Yes, that's his daughter. Oh, the one who has that one hit song. X's and O's. That's yes. X's and O's yes. lady. Ah. That's my least favorite song that she plays. But it was fun. I believe it because it gets it's those songs that get overplayed on the radio. The radio just like now I hate it. Yeah, she didn't play my two favorites, so I was a little bummed, but it's fun. Met up with some people that I had only met once before. So I hung out with them. I couldn't even give away my ticket. I put it on Facebook, Snapchat, oh, Instagram. Had to go. <laughs> had well, to. I mean, Did you enjoy the, yourself? I had two, that's what I'm saying. I had oh. an extra one and I couldn't even get anybody to go. Nobody. Sorry, we didn't know each other. What happened to <laughs> He fell asleep. <laughs> he didn't want to go anyways. He doesn't like that kind of music. Yeah, I don't know if I'm a big fan. <laughs> It was, I've actually never even been inside Aces of Space. Really? Yeah. I don't like the venue too much. That line is just like, it blows me away every time there's an event there. I'm just like, why is this line so long? Well, I sat inside Iron Horse and ate and drank while they waited in line. And then when they were at the front, I came and met them. Excellent strategy. <laughs> I didn't even really know them. So. What are you up tonight? Just hanging out here? Oh, I'm making conversations with people. Yeah. There you go. I'll let you know. I actually go to bars and I record conversations with strangers. Oh, um, interesting. I redact names, but I was hoping I can keep this conversation. If you don't want me to keep the conversation, I'll delete it. Oh, the reason I do this okay. is to teach men how to approach women in non-sleazy ways. I see, I see. And it might be a podcast. I'm still thinking about it. But. Ooh, 
meeting, meeting and getting to know strangers. Yeah, you know, I actually was watching something that makes a lot of sense that I went on a date with somebody and he, you know, he sits right next, like, you know, sits right next to me, doesn't sit across, does certain things. His mannerisms were a lot different than most people's. In and a good way? Yeah, but it was different, so it was kind of awkward in some ways because, you know, sit right next to someone instead of sitting across him is kind of odd. And a date, in a first date situation? Yes, okay. strange, right. but I mean, but all of the things that this, it was like a TikTok or something, right? And the guy was doing, all the things that the guy said, this guy does. <laughs> Wait, you saw the TikTok before or after, after this happened? Okay. So I was like, oh, wow, that's, and the guy has it. It's him explaining how to actually, you know, court a woman in an appropriate manner. I'm not sure how she found out about her date watching these dating etiquette videos. I imagine that he told her. And in my mind, that's not the best strategy to let your date know that you're mimicking dating etiquette videos. You could say that you've been improving yourself by receiving some dating coaching or interpersonal skill building or some other kind of life coaching. But to reveal that you're watching TikTok videos and then trying to emulate that, that isn't the most attractive way to go about describing your dating experience. So that's why I thought it was very strange. I was like, oh, wow. Is that why? Because I'm used to <laughs> all the red flags, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't even know what green flags look like anymore. Yeah, yeah you, don't even, you don't even know when someone's throwing All you know is red flags. Yeah. They're just flags at this like point. like my spirit animal. I'm like, <laughs> like the bull running towards them, right? <laughs> so you go places and record How's that working out? <laughs> I just started it uh, like a week and a half ago. I've gotten everyone's been uh, pretty receptive to it. Um, one person's like, "Yeah, let me listen to it and let me see what I've said." Yeah, <laughs> I could understand how that could be really like uh, invasion of privacy in some ways if they told you some really personal things. Yeah, cause right? I, I, and that's especially when I let them know, because like at one point, you know, someone's gonna they'll they'll say something and I'm just like, Ooh, that might like... be like professionally damning," you know. But again, I'm like. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna redact names or anything that's obviously like gonna point to you. Like I'm gonna blur it out. Here's my card, you're welcome to like, if you hear it, I can, you know, if you want me to send it to you before I post it anywhere. I had a situation where someone had recorded me, but it was, I didn't understand. He said he was doing a podcast. He said he was on YouTube, but he was really a private investigator that, uh, my ex had hired for a custody thing, oh, yeah. but he had a camera like hidden and it was recording and it became a situation at the bar that we were at because he was doing it in a creepy manner, right? Right, right. And I said, well, and I was talking about very personal things because I was going through personal things at the time. And Absolutely. Like, no, you need to delete that. I didn't realize who he was that evening. Didn't end well, but... Yeah. It, that tripped me out when he said that because I was like, oh. another another private <laughs> like, oh, investigator. <laughs> another yeah. No, I'm um, here. I, think, I gotta go grab more cards. <laughs> so, this is a, this is my card. Welcome to contact me. Yeah, that's cool though. That's a cool little jig, right? To do something. Yeah, I want to out of the yeah. ordinary. What the, makes you want to do that? I want to help women out. Y'all get so the like short hitch? end of the stick. 
Hitch, you know, actually, I look, I watched Hitch a couple months ago, and I look at it I'm like this doesn't age that well because he really he does a lot of stalking of women, and then he sets up situations where they have to interact with the yeah. men. That, it's kind of a creepy movie. Yeah, because it's like <laughs> I'm I'm teaching men to just have better interpersonal skills, healthier and more interesting lifestyle habits, and then empathizing with women. Hitch was like. Who's the woman you want? All right, let's go get him. You know, like <laughs> yeah, but there was there was some kindness there, and no, some, for sure, yeah. But he realized that in some ways, yes, he was doing something that was probably not in the best. You know. No, it's it does yeah. Right now, I look at him like it's not ethical to like have the like have the woman's it's, dog run out, pretend to get hit by a car saving the dog, fake this whole situation to have them. Because he was saying, I want women to get out of their own way. Yeah. To see these great men, so, no, we need to make, make the men better. Uh-huh. That's what we need. To then there was that other movie that was kind of like that with Billy Bob Thornton. What was that one? Uh, I don't know a whole lot of Billy Bob Thorntons other than like Bad Santa. And then <laughs> the guy from Napoleon Dynamite. God, I don't know that guy's I'm name. Trying to think of what it's called. But is it? Is he it? Teaches a... men how to get women as well is it a pickup artist thing or is it like an actual like because a lot of a lot of the stuff because even my like i look at my competitors and like the men most of the men that are coaching other men they're like pickup artists and it's not the yeah, healthiest no, there's like some some sly some like witty comment doesn't really get you yeah, it's very, very far it's like haha that was funny <laughs> good night yeah you know <laughs> it's a little it's fake You're, you, absolutely yeah, I get that for sure. And it only gets you so far, and that's the thing. Like I was reading, the guy who has probably like he's probably the most successful in terms of getting how many like how many clients he has. But like I look at all his reviews, and like yeah, I'm like I'm having sex more often. Like yeah, I'm having sex with women. It's, it's all just like I, it's I got based to have off of like getting laid, maybe, yeah, yeah, and that's what it's like. Yeah, building now, a relationship. And it, yeah. yeah, it's not long term. Yeah, a lot of guys don't really have game, do they? <laughs> well, I'm thinking like you know, it's not. I'm like, if you want to sleep, if you want to, if you want to have like sex with women, like there's totally ethical ways to go about that. Just be transparent about it, right? Yeah. Now, I'm a huge advocate for casual sex and other sex positive practices, but the way pickup artists teach men to obtain this is often objectifying to women. They have a lot of plug and play for their conversations, putting on different personas and lying about who you are, put downs to women to make them feel insecure. And yeah, these might work to get you laid, but it doesn't give you any chance of sustaining a relationship with that person, even if it's a casual sex relationship, because at some point your persona is going to fail or it turns into a toxic dynamic and we're trying to get away from that so yes casual sex is great there are many other ethical ways to get there ultimately we want to be having sex with our partners but also respecting them as human beings generation and people like with so much social media it's too much like oh we should just be friends like but that's it's exhausting because people don't want to get to know someone and have an actual relationship they just want you know someone that they can just or several women that they can just hook up with rather than actually build something with someone right that ends up hurting somebody's feelings in the end right you start catching feelings and then you're like oh i don't know absolutely 
everything that she's explaining is framed in the negative because she's a monogamous person and if you're only exposed to monogamy then looking at relationships that are casual multiple sexual relationships relationships that aren't on a relationship escalator that's growing in the conventional ways these can all be seen as negative right but if you're a non-monogamous person then these are perfectly viable relationships having a long-term trusted sex partner is a beautiful thing and we're about to get into a, a relationship that she's in and struggling in that has a lot of elements of uh, don't ask don't tell she knows that they're lying she wants to have more commitment uh, but everything that's everything that's happening breeds some toxicity and this is where I, I get a little internally riled up and you can see how this plays out. I'm in a situation I've been seeing someone for a while and you know he was very open about it at the time but when we go out he pretends not pretends but I'm his girl you know what I mean someone talks to me he gets very possessive yes like that's my girl but then when he said we were talking about something he had put on social media and he said oh my good friend and I, my friend had put oh good friend question mark and he erased her comment and then I said something like oh well, that's kind of weird why would you do that and he said well you're not my girl you know and it's kind of like okay you're 49 years old <laughs> you're still out there never been married or children is this the life you want to continue just like having random you know he changes he changes his intentions when he's around but it's the same thing like we spend all holidays together we talk every day we buy each other gifts that's a relationship it is yes absolutely but he said what do you want a you want a title you want a title and i said well not necessarily but it feels good when somebody sometimes people want not necessarily to be shown off but to for someone to almost not like claim you but appreciate what you've done and let other people know that you're part of their life as well you know what i mean like you're not hidden mm -hmm. kind of situation i guess yeah it's okay in public but on social media where all the other girls that comment and say things it's not okay yeah because he wants to keep that door open yes which is very odd to me that people do that I'm not sure how this conversation actually plays out between them, whether or not it's an argument or more of a discussion, but she does portray him as being accusatory. He accuses her of wanting a title. You want a title? You want a title? I'm not sure how you would say it, but that's not constructive conversation between two partners. He's not saying, would you like to have titles for one another? He's saying that notion of you wanting a title is kind of ridiculous or maybe even it's childish and of course if you're being accused of something you're going to be defensive and you're going to say no that's not what i want so she then has to backtrack and then explain what she wants which is wanting a title but she just can't use those words she just redefines the boyfriend girlfriend relationship but she can't actually say that she wants a title now because she's been accused of it. So it's it's manipulative. And she does state that he does other manipulative things and that he is, yes, possessive and does lie about their relationship status, whether or not she is or is not present. So she can see that this guy doesn't respect 
her or this relationship, but continues to try to work things out, which sure can be admirable, but she never actually sets a boundary. She doesn't stand up for herself. She even says that it's, it's odd that people do that. And that phrase right there says it all. It's odd that people do that. She's not saying it's odd that he does that. The other, pe- other people don't matter. It's the guy that you're in a relationship with. And just saying the word odd, right? It's not odd. It's upsetting. It's not what you want. But she just chalks it up to it's, it's just an odd thing that people do. And by doing that, she allows him to continue to dictate the way the relationship goes. What is, what, what is your response? Um, obviously, I'm very, op- I'm very open. I bring it up very often. Uh, well, I want more out of a relationship. You know, I've been... And that's exactly the response I was afraid of. If you're just going to keep bringing up the same issue, but not actually demand change or a compromise, then nothing is going to change. If you repeat the same actions expecting a different reaction... You're setting yourself up for failure. It's not going to work. I've been in many relationships, long-term relationships. Are you still dating other people? Um, you should be dating other people. Yeah, but, I mean, not dating. Like, I hang out with a lot of other people. I have good friends. A lot of my friends are male because I enjoy their company better. And a lot of them have actually something to say rather than just banter or uh, gossiping, right? Women gossip a lot and talk badly about other women. And when you have male friends, usually they want to talk about something. But I have a lot of friends that are professionals that talk about, they'll go off on something that's actually like interesting to hear rather than, you know, you get sick of people that just... I'm not happy with how I just talked to her. I told her she should date other people, so I'm giving her some unsolicited advice here. And that can often rub people the wrong way. We shouldn't be telling people what they should do because we don't know them. We don't know their life. We don't know what their best interests are. And if we were their best friend or someone really close to them, yeah, that might go over a lot better. But still, unsolicited advice can tend to subconsciously or consciously get you labeled as someone that needs to stay out of their business. So it's not great to do that. What I do start to do after this, because I I do consciously note that I just told her what to do and I'm, I'm a little ashamed of that. So I start to pose hypotheticals to her instead. I start to say, what would you think would happen if you did this? What do you think his reaction would be if you said that? And that's a much better way to, to pose questions and and suggestions to people without actually telling them what to do so but going back to the the guy that you're seeing so i feel like you're trying to get away from this going back to the guy that that you're seeing in a romantic way that's not actually public about it unless someone's it is vying for your attention. It, it, it is when we're together out in public. We hold hands. We kiss. We spend month, uh, like we go out and sure. 
go to dinner often, movies, do a lot of things together. And when we're together, we're together. But he's out of town a lot. He works out of town. He's gone for a month at a time. Uh -huh. We talk every day, but when he's gone, I mean, I do my own thing. Do you, do you think he's sleeping with other people, seeing other people, and do you, do you mind that? He probably is. Uh -huh. I don't know. He says he's not. But I assume he is if he's saying that he doesn't want to have a serious relationship. Do you, so do you so you think he's lying to you when he says not lying? I think that he says it to not hurt my feelings in some ways. I guess that is lying. But I guess he doesn't really owe me anything since he's not my boyfriend, you know? Okay. I don't know. It does make me uncomfortable. I was in his vehicle and I saw he had a bunch of condoms in his car, you know, and I was like, oh, that's weird. That's interesting. So he is, so he is trying to sleep with other people. Probably. I mean, he's, he's dated probably the whole time, but yeah, he's, okay. he's, <laughs> he's just that kind of person. Uh -huh. But. It's, it's odd when somebody, he pursued me for three years and I didn't. Well, I imagine it's not bad as long as that's available to you as well right if you're but yeah if, he's not he wouldn't like that if he i just it's not a, that's he, he's never asked and i just don't it's not not going to when I mean, he has said at times well you have other men sleep at your house and he said well those are my friends the, the question wasn't ever do i have sex with them because that's my own business and he knows not to ask i mean it's not really his place to ask or be upset about you can't. No, not at all, right? Especially I, if he's doing the same thing, right? I just, I just don't like it. A lot of people enjoy going out. What are you going to do about it? I don't know. Just hanging out for now. <laughs> Got out of a bad relationship, so probably shouldn't have started hanging out with someone so quickly, but he's he's a good friend. He is. I spent... He, I've... He has brought me to all of his friends' houses and introduced me. I know his mother well and all of that. So it's not like I'm, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's an odd situation. But yeah, he could definitely use some uh, coaching. <laughs> well, you can give him my card. <laughs> You're welcome to. And that's one thing that my best friend and her boyfriend have said. You know, they, they don't like him very much because, you know, it hurts my feelings to be in a situation like that. And they see me on the times when I wait for him and do things and he just doesn't make the time or whatever. And uh, they said, well, at least he's been honest from the beginning. You know, that is something that's very admirable, you know, because he has said since the beginning, this is how it is. He's not trying. But, you know, you don't buy someone a diamond bracelet for Christmas that you're just hanging out with, right? So it's kind of a weird gift to give somebody. To... Are you saying it's a leading on gift? Almost. Like it was, like, when he gave it to me, I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. And it's not something Did you I accept it? I did, but it's not something that's like my style, but it was kind gift. It was a nice gift, you know. I but, you felt, but you felt weird about how expensive it was. No, not that it was expensive. Just that it was kind of a strange gift. Like I buy, I buy him gifts a lot, just because I buy my friends gifts as well. Like you know. You say weird and strange a lot when I feel like you're when you really want to say something else. <laughs> like it's inappropriate. I feel like is what you want to say. Probably, yeah. 
Yeah, it's very inappropriate the way that things go. You know, I think that uh, some people don't know what they want. Is what it chalks up to be, right? I feel and, like you know what you want. Oh, I know what I want. I'm right. Very, I'm very verbal about it as well, but. I can't, you can't make someone or push someone to something that they don't want to do because that's going to be awkward for them as well as it's going to push someone away too, you know? You can't get yeah, out of their comfort zone. Yeah, but do you think that keeping them in this, their comfort zone benefits you? No, not because at all. You're, yeah, because you're not going to get what you want. But I'm very, I'm very honest about it, and we speak about it often. Like, he gets upset because I'll say, you know, I'm not happy with the situation. It's hurting my heart, and this is what I want. I want more, and I don't like to see certain things that makes me feel this way. And he said, well, I've never intended on making you feel that way. I'm sorry that you feel that way. You know, but there's never, it just goes back to the same thing. It never, like, there's nothing solved. It's yeah. Just, what, it stays stagnant. Like how does it end? I've, how do those conversations end, I mean? Well, at some point he got, you know, I've typed many things that I just to feel like I don't need These to are t- over text? Oh, yeah, usually. Oh, uh, you got to have a face-to-face. You can't. Yeah, but he's not can't. here in town most of the time. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to have maybe the next maybe a text should be like he hey even, he won't even answer the phone when I call. Mm-hmm. Let's just tell he has excuse me. Yeah 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 no you yeah. got I would I would lock him down for a com for a for a hard conversation. But, like I I typed this big long thing out the other day I was going to say and then I just erased it because I thought you know what this isn't getting me anywhere and it's not going to change anything. So at some point I just need to just let it go because it's not he's moving away already back to Australia and doing his thing and it is what it is he even said you know you have children what are you going to do pack up and move your children and I said well yeah if we had a relationship uh, absolutely if people do that for each other right you change your life for somebody that's being an together, adult yeah. that's being an adult if you care about someone you make you make those sacrifices or whatever you need to do the changes but it is what it is right now I think for me that I'm more he would be completely fine and probably never contact me again if I said I'm done don't call me mm-hmm. and that hurts in some ways too you don't want to let go if someone's like you know if, if it's going good for the t- at time being but it's not going good but I mean I don't I'm not dating anybody else he said like he said before he said I'm not stopping you from dating anyone else or finding but he is taking up your time and your mental and your emotional yeah but we enjoy when we hang out we enjoy time together and it's not about sex at all because we've barely even been yeah like about just each other's we enjoy each other's company right there's never been like a bad or weird or awkward situation when we're spending time together it's all just what how would how would this how would this scenario sound if you tell him like hey you're not around very often I do like your company we can continue doing what we're doing but I am gonna be looking for oh he knows that I've told him that. other people I, I've said and if, if if another pro like if another person who is giving me what I want um, is is vying for my time, I'm going to give him my time. 
I've, I've said that. I've said, you know, are you going to be upset if I find someone that actually wants to pursue a relationship with me? Is that going to bother you? At this point of the conversation, I'm having a really hard time just being a passive listener because she is listed out so clearly all these things that make her upset about her relationship and they are very important aspects to relationships and she says that it makes her heart hurt her friends see that she's in pain but she only goes as far as verbalizing it she never takes action and you have to make moves you can't just verbalize it that's a great place to start but if you're not making demands making boundaries at least making compromises you're just suffering in this torturous relationship until the other person decides to end it. And if you're someone like her who's so avoidant to conflict or the idea of making your partner upset, then it comes back to dating. It comes back to your dating practices and learning how to better identify partners that suit you. Because right now, she picked a terrible partner for her. They clearly have different ideas, and the best solution they have is just don't ask, don't tell. Why, why does that matter to you? Why does that matter? Well, I'm just trying to let him know, I let him know, you know, I care about you and I'd like to do that with you, but I'm not going to stop my life just to... Why don't you say that? I have. Like, I, I want to spend time with you. You're not giving me what I, what, I, what I feel like I need and deserve. It's not even the time, it's the... Uh, maybe the just, commitment? Yeah. Yeah, commitment. But like I said, nowadays people don't appreciate. If, 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 if you if you said this, why haven't why hasn't it changed? Because he doesn't want that. But it's not up to him. No, but I'm still <laughs> I'm still entertaining whatever we have. Because you just said what you wanted. Yeah. And he and he's saying what he doesn't want. Uh, yeah, we have, like, I buy tickets for us to go places together, or I had booked a um, trip out of the country, and we, her, him and I didn't talk for a little bit because of the situation, and, uh, which is super manipulative, he said, I guess you don't care about me as much as you say you do, because you didn't oh. invite me on this trip. Mm. And I said, well, you know, I do things for myself, and I need this trip for myself. And you never offered to pay anything for a trip, right? So when we start talking about the trip... And you've had multiple conversations about being more connected anyways. But he's, he's like, oh, well, I want to go here, I want to go there, we should go here, we should go there. I've never stayed in a place like that, we should do that. And I said, well, this is the price, you know, like... And he said, oh, well, that's not too bad. But I know what he, in his mind, what he he thinks that I'm just going to pay for it, right? He's not going to contribute anything to it. Yeah, it sounds... I already know that's the deal, so... That doesn't sound worthwhile at all. Not at all. So, he's absolutely not... He knows that, like, we'll go and spend money on each other and we go out to eat, and that's not a big deal. Drinks, dinner, you know, we trade off. It's $100 here, $200 there. It is what it is. But... I'm not going to go pay thousands of dollars for this dude to leave the country with me and then just be my friend. I mean, if I'm going to bring a friend, I'm going to bring a friend that I'm going to 
have in my life for the rest of my life, right? Mm -hmm. Not just somebody that's here for the time now. Yeah. Until he finds his next chick. Yep. So. I feel like you got all the answers there. <laughs> Thank you. I really know what it, I've been through this. Trust yeah, me. I think you got I it really, all there. I, I really think about it a lot too because I know, you know. It take it, it's. I imagine it's pretty emotionally draining. Yeah. It is, but you know, I've I've thought about a lot of things and let things get to me, and it's not worth my energy or my time or all of the hurt that it could cause so I just let things roll off my back because I mean if you don't take action for yourself then why complain about it if you're not doing anything to change it right that's correct yeah relationships are tough they really are yeah there's a there's a balance there's a lot of balancing of uh, of like what you want and potential change and Disappointment. Yeah. Well, communication is number one. Like Communic you said. Communication is always number one. Like some, some people shut down and don't want to talk at all, so they ignore you or treat you badly because they don't want to talk about the topic. But that's it has well, to be. <laughs> that's how one of my last relationships went down. They wanted to uh, have a tough conversation over text, and I was like, "Why are we doing? Like, can I? Can we just chat in on the right? phone?" And then we ended up ending things over text. Yeah. And I was just like, holy shit, I have never, I never thought this would ever happen to me outside of, like, high school, right? you know? And, like, it's I have... It's very childish. And I was like, I could, I just, I can't, to this day, I still am like, I can't believe that happened. Yeah. And they, you know, every once in a while, they'll reach out, and I'm like, I don't think, I can, like, I can't trust you. To, like as a, even as a friend, like the, those standards are still there. We gotta communicate. Yeah. And if we're ever having a rough time and you want to just not shut down, talk, yeah, just text. Like that's not gonna work. Check out. A lot of people check out. That's not gonna work. Absolutely. People are people are a trip. Definitely a trip. But I just do my own thing. Take care of myself. I don't need somebody to support me or pay for anything. So I enjoy my time. Looking for somebody that is emotionally uh, ready to have an adult relationship that can take care of themselves. Because I'm a fixer. I find people that have like this problem and I think I'm going to come rescue them from... I don't think this is just what happens. It's like subconscious, you know, like, oh, poor you. And I keep them in my life because I'm, I feel bad for them and I feel like I can do something to help them. Or they... You know, like, oh, I don't have money for this bill. Will you help me? And I'm like, oh my god. You know, or that's not a good. I mean, or living with me when I own my home, like living with me and not paying rent. Yeah, they gotta. They gotta be able to uh, figure out their own finances. <laughs> their own that's for sure. Feet. Absolutely. And that's just like a reoccurring pattern which I found. I don't know how I find the same people. That do the I don't know how shit. you do that. Either. It's so ridiculous. Like I tried the whole like internet dating like this guy I've been talking to he's like I don't have a job right now I don't have money to even do this or oh, that he's on the dating pawned. app he needs to oh focus God. his time I pawned my guitar to do this and then I spent the money I needed I went to go skate why, why are you still chatting to this guy I wasn't I never even met the person but I'm like oh my okay, god okay. like it's like excuse after excuse feel sorry for me and I'm like 
before I'd be, oh yeah, I'll help you out. But I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're having a hard time. Yeah. <laughs> people are so, dating apps are not the place to meet people. I have restraining orders on people that I actually met from dating apps. Because they, I feel like they like trap you or they're looking for someone or they're not even the person that they say they are. You should, uh, oh yeah, those catfishes. Uh, oh, absolutely. Gosh, I... Yeah, I feel like there should be a database of those people. You should be like verified to be on a dating app. Like, have to like actually, like how they used to do in the eighties, where they have you come in and they make a video of you. That's you know funny. what I mean? But those videos, I watched some of those oh, videos, and they're outrageous. Some are outrageous, so you know. Like the guys were like overly sexual, like right they're off like, the bat. They're like blondes, they're like yeah. brunettes, they're like redheads. Or I just like anybody that's gonna date me. <laughs> They're not very, yeah, they're very opportunistic. But that's, the, that's still today, that's a lot. But at the same time, you're seeing who, like, you're getting an idea who this person is. Because they ask you personal questions, they want to see how you react to it, and these guys are totally out there. Thrilling. <laughs> yeah. But nowadays, you could just be on there and be, just put pictures, and it's not even you. It's like... You gotta meet in public spaces. I've you gotta that. you gotta find their social media. Oh, I do that. I stalk social media. For yeah, sure. that's usually which is awful. Important. I've talked to him. And the first question, you know, I look at their social media. It says like married or something. And there's pictures of their wife and kids. I'm like, yeah. And ask them, are you married? I straight up ask, are you married? No, we split up. And I'm like, that's interesting. Screenshot, screenshot, send it to him. I'm like, fix that. Well, I'm like, well, that's... You need to change that before we go on. Not even... I'm absolutely not even going to entertain you now because you lied and oh, you're, sure. you're creepy. I'm not going to start a relationship off of something where you're already, you're still in a relationship, in your relationship before you even start pursuing someone. Yeah. That's the yeah. adult way to do it yeah. because then you get... If they're going to do that to that person, they're going to do that to you. Absolutely. I mean... Yeah, I... Uh, don't yeah, start I don't looking even... until you're emotionally ready. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I do have to restaurant. I apologize. That's totally fine. I uh, it was nice chatting with you. Yeah, you as well. Did you want me to keep this conversation? Or are you okay with me keeping this you conversation? Can do what you want. I don't want my name on it. Though. Yeah, your name will be. It'll just be like a blur. Like hey. I don't even think we exchanged names. So there's a hello in the beginning. There you go. Well, it was nice meeting. Nice meeting you as well. It would be hard for me to connect with this person. She doesn't want to stand up for herself and she will subject the people closest to her to these negative emotions she keeps feeling and that reminds me exactly of what I was going through growing up seeing my mom continually choose to be in a toxic relationship you you see someone hurting constantly and you can't do anything about it they're an adult they make their own choices and I know that often the men are the ones to blame because they're manipulative and they keep forcing their way back into a relationship, but this woman clearly states everything. It's not like she can't see the manipulation that's happening, but she still continues to pick this person and subject her friends and her family to whatever arises in her and per perhaps that person. I'm not actually sure if she brings that partner around her friends or her children, but that sucks as a kid to see your mom feel scared or hurt 
and you can't do anything about it. Kids shouldn't have to worry about their parents like that. And I guess that's what I probably should have asked her is, would you want your children, like if you had a daughter, would you want them to date someone like the man that you're dating? And the answer would almost certainly be no. So why would you subject yourself to it? All right, everyone, I hope you enjoyed that. If you have any questions about me or getting to know strangers or have some dating-specific questions, you're welcome to email me at podcast at dateoperator.com. If I like your question, I'll answer it on here, and you'll also win a free discovery call with me. Now, if you're someone that wants coaching, someone that's struggling in dating, your sex life, or making friendships, you can book a discovery call with me, and we can make a plan to improve any or all of these areas in your life. Now, if you want some more video dating-specific content, you can follow me on any of my social media handles. It's Date Operator, one word. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And if you're someone that likes to read, you can go to dateoperator.com blog. I have three blogs there. There's the Interesting Man blog, which focuses on improving our lifestyle and creating healthy habits to become more attractive partners. Then there's the Fluent Man blog, which focuses on improving our interpersonal skills, much like this podcast. And then there's the Empathetic Man blog, which is the most important for sustaining long-term relationships. Um, if you also want to check this podcast out on YouTube, you can find it on Getting to Know Strangers. If you like it, please subscribe. And if you liked this podcast, please give it five stars and tell your friends. Have a good day.